What do you have hair on? on yeah, what is all this? Hair, right? Everyone's gonna know you're a dog. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Mike can't laugh because oh, <laughs> Mike can't, Mike is not allowed to laugh because he has stitches in his mouth. Ah, say what? <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready to start? Yeah, we're ready. All right, oh, let's uh, God. let's continue. Let's 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 get this going. Mm. The World Cup is over, thank and God. I will admit, you say thank God, but I'm very sad to actually see the World Cup go. I started off as the Grinch, <sighs> like I didn't want the World Cup to happen. I said it's in the it's in the winter, Italy's not in it. Who cares? But I I really got bit by the bug. I felt I feels weird that it's over now. I guess I'm the only one. No, I think we're all like this in the beginning. Not him. Really? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I was just, oh, yeah. for me, it was just like another day. It was the, 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 all the excitement. My take on the World Cup was uh, Italy's not in. I'm going to enjoy, watch it, but not, not get too nervous. I was, I was actually uh, nervous. What's it to be nervous about? No, it's not, no if I saying Italy, if Italy was in it, he would if be Italy nervous. Was in, I would be a little oh. bit more nervous, more involved with uh, emotionally. But uh, mm. on this one here, I just sat back and uh, kind of, uh, you know, I cleared my head and uh, I tried. I I was only pulling for uh, some individual player instead of teams. Mm. So in France, and I'm not a big lover of France, but I was pulling for Giroud and Theo Hernandez or, uh, you know. You had a few guys. I think what we're going to do in this episode, we're going to talk about the final and we are going to react to our initial picks because we all sat here three weeks ago mm-hmm. and we did predictions for the World Cup. So we're going to mm-hmm. react to our initial predictions. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about the final first. Yeah. I think that is the best final I've ever witnessed in my entire life. That was one of the biggest thrills. And the reason why I say it, we all watched it here. We had a packed studio. And there is no better way to watch a game. I've realized this. There's no better way to watch a game than with your family and friends. Mm -hmm. You have so much fun watching a game and watching a game like that. I thought it was going to be so boring because it was just 2-0. I said, Argentina, they won this. That's it. Forget it. And then the way that France got back into this match, and should I say the way Mbappe got his French team back into this match, and then the thrill and extra time when Messi scores, and then Mbappe scores again, uh, and then all the way down to the penalty kicks. I haven't enjoyed a game like that in in a very long time. The fact that it was a World Cup final, for me, best final of all time. It seemed like it was going to be one of the worst finals the first 70 minutes. Then that became arguably the best sports final ever. I mean, Argentina was up 2-0. The French came back. Argentina went up again. The French tied it again. Uh, Then they had to win it in penalty shootout. Argentina had to win three different times. They had to take the lead, and they finally did it. I mean... Props to both teams. I think Deschamps made a few mistakes on both sides. I think he, if he kept Giroud in, it could have been a different result. Mbappe played amazing. He was pretty much a one-man team out there. And I think we also got to give credit to France. With so many injuries out, they still managed to compete and go to the final. I think this just goes to show that... We interrupt this podcast to read an ad from a company that we've worked with for quite some time. They get a little bit annoying sometimes. One of one of the the members, you know, just gets on the back of my nerves. This is for Calcio. Guys, we have new shirts that are released now. Italia Tees. Mike, show the back representing the World Cups that we've won 
it's for in case you forgot. We are gonna show a graphic right now of all the uh, shirts and styles that are available for this drop. If you like sweatshirts, if you like a crew neck, if you like a t-shirt, if you like it in the bone, if you like it in the blue, whatever you like, we have it available. This will be a pre-order and then it will never be back again. Guys, December 21st is the last day to pick it up. A lot of people already ordered, so make sure you do not miss this. Mark, it's a great Christmas gift. It's a great New Year's gift. It's just a great gift if you want to buy it for yourself. People like buying for others. People like buying for themselves. You've and never bought me one thing in your entire life. I Maybe I'll, I'll pre-order one for you, buddy. No, I don't want that. What I want something else. You? Why not? Because These are I got one right now. You I have it. Quality? I have it's it. It's so good. And guys, Argentina might have won the World Cup, but Marco, do they have more or equal to Italy? I don't want to offend Argentina right now. Do they have this many? But we have four. We have four. And we just need to qualify for the next one, and then maybe we could add a star <laughs> to it. But for now, for now, for now, this is what's available, guys. If you want yep. them, italianfootballtv.com. Check it out. And now, Quick. let's go back to the podcast. Friends are going to be back. They're going to be better than this because they're going to have their players back healthy. And it's it's a scary sight how how well they did with their you can say almost third team on the field. Let's let's take it one step at a time. Let's definitely start with France. But first, do you think is this the best final you've ever seen? Because you've been around well, longer. I think it's That's a nice really way of me calling you old. Best in terms of the game display, but one of the most exciting from you know the scoring, the back and forth, and uh, the thrill to the to the you know to the leading to the penalty kicks. But uh, I. I want to pick up on what just Mike said about the champ. The champ didn't do anything wrong except for uh, Sabin Giroud and, and Theo Hernandez from my side. But on a nutshell, okay, if uh, Argentina will gone up 3-0, the champ, he actually said it. He said, ah, I mean, it would be probably better than losing on the penalty kick that way because it was very disappointing for France to lose on penalty kick because they had a chance mm. on the last minute of the overtime with that one-on-one, -on -one, if that guy will have a buried, what's, I even uh, Mike told me about the name of this kid here. What was his name again? Uh, I, th I believe it's Colomwani, but I got to look it up. All right. He was Make brought sure. in just 10, 15 minutes before. It was one minute until penalty And it was kicks. one minute until penalty Two kick. Minutes. This guy here, one-on-one. One. One. 123rd minute. Yeah. One-on-one yeah. one with the goalkeeper. Imagine if that ball would have gone in. Oh, Lord. I don't think everybody will be talking about Messi or Argentina on, on the same on the same way that we, we actually saw it. All mm -hmm. the media going crazy and the Messi yeah. and La Manita and Maradona and all the stuff. So apparently Maradona did something from the top of there because, uh, again, <laughs> that ball will have gone in. It will have been totally done and dusted. And nobody will be saying that France will have stolen the, goal, the, the, the World Cup because France, like Mike said, for 70 minutes didn't play. Mm -hmm. and then on the last 20 minutes they woke up yeah and then despite the chances that the coach made by taking Giroud out 10-15 minutes before and Theo Hernandez out that really was the biggest surprise yeah. because you never know what it, it would have happened he if they would have let's go let's go in order let's All go in order right, otherwise order. we're bouncing around yeah France let's start let's start with France because you you mentioned Deschamps mistake you said he didn't make a mistake besides subbing Giroud off I think he started with the wrong lineup to to begin with it was something that Mike you and I and my dad were talking about we didn't like the midfield overload you know he was playing with two uh center defensive midfielders um you know Rabiot had just uh, came back from the flu you know with a four-man midfield of Argentina and they were completely outrun it was extremely clear we kept thinking that he needed to take out Dembele. We agreed with the Dembele uh, mm -hmm. being removed. We wanted to see a midfielder because as great as Griezmann had been the entire season, uh, the entire World Cup, I should say, 
he was better, you know, he played in that attacking midfield role, but they needed more support in the midfield to actually control the game. So I was begging to see a midfielder put on into the match to try to match against Argentina because they threw away the beginning of the of the game. So that was the first mistake in my opinion. Tactically, he didn't get that right. And then he dug himself into a deeper hole by getting rid of Giroud, who is your best number nine. The man has been Mr. Clutch, and I can mm. only imagine what he could have done on the field. Now, do I understand because Giroud was not touching the ball? Okay, but to take him out 40 minutes in when it's not really Giroud's fault because the guys that need to get him the ball were not doing anything to, to provide service to Giroud. So it was not a right way for Giroud to play his last World Cup and to, to be pulled out. I'm all good if you needed to, right? If it was a red card or France is up, okay, you got to get pulled off, right? But in that moment, mm. I don't think it was the right decision. Yeah. Once France did get into the match, it's when the changes came. It's it's after, uh, you know, 75th, 78th minute. And this French team was just led by Mbappe, though. When, when I really think about it, when you see who was the game changer, the man that said, I will put you all on my back because we don't have anything going forward. The class that he showed, I I was struck. I know that the whole day, it's all about Messi. It's all about Argentina. I agree with that. But I have to say something for Mbappe. He showed me an incredible attitude for a 23-year-old that looks like the most experienced player on the French team. He wanted his World Cup, and he was dragging his team. Mm. He scored a hat-trick. First time a player scores a hat-trick in a World Cup final since 1966, since England did it. And he scored his penalty kick. Again, going the same way three times, by the mm. way. The guy has got it. For me, this player can go on to become one of the the true best of the game just by that performance. Last thing I'll say, and then I'll, I'll pass to you. I do agree, Mike. This is something that you and I talked about a lot. I give so much credit to this French team because of the depth that they had. There is no nation in the world that could have that has the amount of talent that they have in the roster to lose six, seven first team starters, still get to the final, and then surely the the flu outbreak, the injuries that they had, one day less of rest, all of those things played a factor. And it's a little bit, it's understandable. The fact that they went out on penalty kicks shows how good France has been in developing their youth and the generations that they have. I mean, they were a few inches away from winning that. Uh, and so his name is Colomuani. Oh, my God. Uh, Emmy Martinez save. He, I feel like he was another one that's very underrated. In like 20, 30 years, I feel like Emmy Martinez, man, he's a great goalkeeper. Are we going, where are you going? Do you want anything uh, more France? Uh, no, for France, I'm... I'm pretty sure. I like to say this about France again. Theo Hernandez, the way I know him, it will make the run either from the left hand side uh, when, when, Bappe, when Bappe will move to the middle or vice versa. But Theo Hernandez was not Theo Hernandez. He was probably under the influence. He was probably recuperated at the last minute. He was asked to play and to sacrifice. He did. He made, a, he made several different uh, very stupid mistakes uh, in, uh, you know, basic ball. He lost two, three times the ball on the midfield in the first half. And I, that that told me, I said, this is not him. Mm-hmm. It's not Hernandez. The entire that. French team, though, at this, just to be yeah. fair, the first, to half, Theo, the first half, the entire French ha- team, I mean, they make two passes story. and then the ball will go straight yeah. out or it goes straight to Argentina. So uh, they made several, several different mistakes that they were maybe, I don't know if the level of concentration or the, set, uh, the, the tension. I said, this is not, those are champions. The Hernandez mm-hmm. and Giroud. 
the champions. Giroud, to be honest with you, he didn't play bad. He was not serviced. The ball never anything. got to him. Yeah, no support. Because Argentina were double teaming, were anticipating, were all over the place. The Argentina, for the first half, they had bloods on their eyes. They wanted to just get there. I don't know. He, he, they looked like a team, right? Like a, on a mission. Mm-hmm. Okay, they and they were. Not. Yeah. The one thing that I'll say, last thing I'll say about France, and then let's give Argentina the credit they deserve. The last thing, the I felt like I noticed when Argentina had been pressed, when we saw Saudi Arabia press Argentina, when we see Netherlands when they're down 2-0 and then they have to press Argentina, when France eventually goes down 2-0, they have nothing left to lose, in the last 10 minutes they push, that's when Argentina started to crack a little bit. So I think that the game plan should have been that to press the back line of Argentina, who a few times I saw that they were losing the ball. Uh, they didn't look that comfortable when the balls were being sent into the box. There were a few times both Otamendi and Romero cleared it or they mispossessed it. I would have expected Deschamps to come out with that game plan. I understand all the other factors around it, but I expected a little bit more on that front to have read the moment and to have watched Argentina's last games and see where the teams that hurt them. When you give them space, you give Messi space, you give Di Maria space, you give Julian Alvarez space, they kill you. They kill anybody, and especially a French defense that conceded a lot of chances. You know, Argentina, they won the World Cup, right? Tip my hat, congratulations. But I gotta tell you something. You just named two players, Otamendi, Romero, and I will add even De Paul. Those three guys, they should have been given at least one yellow card in the first 15 minutes. And some of them for a repeated foul that would have been out of the game. If it was a ref, if there was a ref that refed the game the right way. Am I trying to put the blame on the ref? No. But I think the ref allowed the game to go on and allowed some of those players, mostly from the Argentina side, to get to uh, you know to get uh, unscathed and unpunished. I would have just another ref. If you would have put another ref over there on the on the pitch, you could have seen a slightly different game. Because once you have a yellow card and the first warning, okay, you don't play like that. You don't play that nasty again. So you have to just watch how you approach the the you know the play. The, the, but those guys that kept doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it and they got unpunished. I mean, literally no one got punished for uh, for fouls that ends down. They were uh, they were uh, like pulling from the back or uh, mowing the person down or just fouling somebody on a tackle without touching the ball. Those are yellow cards. Even the penalty, even some of the stuff inside of the box. Did you think it was not a penalty? A lot of people thought it wasn't. I didn't think it's it was a clear penalty. Though. I don't think it was a clear penalty. But if you l- allow all the rest of that shit go, Marco, I think that penalty would have been uh, on a, on the World Cup. You have to let go. Mm. Mm. So let's break down Argentina. You're gonna win. You're gonna win. You're gonna win. I I have so much credit to this Argentina side. Yeah, so did I. I mean, but I give them credit. They uh, they 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 worked very hard. But did France deserve to lose on the penalty? Maybe not. So for Argentina, this was Messi's fifth World Cup. He had tried so many times before. Whenever you looked on paper in the past, Argentina had one of the best teams. They would always go into it. This year, they went in with a team that was a little bit looked under the radar by most people, right? Most people were talking about uh, Brazil, England, uh, France. A lot of them were were considered favorites of the tournament. Portugal. The beautiful thing that this Argentina team did was they built an entire group. They really built... 10 men around Messi that balanced him out in a great way. And what I when I mean that, you you said that they were on a mission. You see they were fighters. They they were possessed. 
They wanted to win this tournament at all costs, and you need to have that little bit of an edge. You know, maybe a lot of the players, they say that they're not the most technical players in the world. They're not the best in their position. But guess what? When you put them all together, they create the perfect harmony. Mm -hmm. And when I think about a player like DePaul, who was playing at Udinese for so many years, the man did not stop running for the entire tournament. He protected Messi. You know, there's, there's a joke about it. But... It's so beautiful to watch how the Argentina team was built. And I think the credit goes to Scaloni, the, the coach. He did not look at names. He didn't just look, all right, you're the big name. You play for this club, you start. And he didn't even say, all right, you had one bad game. Lautaro, you had one bad game. Don't worry, you're going to start again. No, no, no. He said, Julian Alvarez, you came in, boom, go play. You play at Benfica. Doesn't matter, Enzo Fernandez. Go in. I loved that about Scaloni. And what about Dybala? Dybala, no, but the quality in attack is is so much from Argentina that that's the reason why we don't get, get to see Dybala. I'm happy he scored his penalty kick, which proved to be important. But my credit to Argentina as a whole, for me, the 11. The 11 is what, be, what was beautiful. It wasn't just Messi was the greatest of all time. No, he needed his supporting cast around him. Yeah, it's interesting for, that you say for that, Marco, because when they went to the final with Germany and they lost ultimately for Mogot's goal, they ended up losing 1-0. That team, you can say, is more stacked on paper. They're well, Lavezzi, they're Higuain, Messi, obviously, Aguero. Mascherano, Cunaguero, and, um, and Zabaleta, and I'm sure a few others that I'm not thinking of. But this team, it was more of, even me, even I said, a lot of these players, like Emmy Martinez, he plays in Aston Villa, uh, McAllister worked his way on, he plays at Brighton, uh, Benfica, Otamendi, and Enzo Fernandez plays there. So they're not particularly the most extravagant names or they don't play for the most extravagant cl club but they had something a little bit more and I feel like Messi matured a little bit also he knew that it's do or die now and you saw more of like a bite from him more of like that thing that people said he lacked in the previous tournaments he doesn't have that fight in him a lot of people say he just puts his head down whatever happens happens but this time he fought he really I don't know I don't know maybe he felt something more that he needed that he knew it was his duty to was guide the guys his around country. him. I really think that the guys and around him, like, helped inspire him. And mm. he, obviously, he knows it's his last one. And there was a, like a dog about his game. And we had seen him sometimes. The pressure came too much, right? But he stepped up. He scored his penalty kicks when he had to. He played his part. Mm. I mean, the vision that the man has at 35 years old is is just it's spectacular. When you watch what he does. But I think the beautiful thing for me is that I love I love football just because it's like it's a team. And I love the balance that was created within this locker room. It seemed like it was so healthy. Everyone was on the same page. And yeah, last shout out for that Emmy Martinez, who I will say, I think this guy is the underrated player of the tournament. I, I know the award goes to Messi. I know that the golden boot goes to whoever. But Emmy Mar they would not have won this World Cup without Emmy Martinez. Not just because what he did on the penalty kicks against Netherlands and then France. Uh, but also the save that he made, he was so crucial. This is a man that's 30 years old playing his first World Cup. Four years ago in 2018, he went to Argentina's game at the World Cup as a fan in the stands. Mm. He took a selfie there showing just because he was just Argentinian. He had not been the first choice until last summer. And he came within this squad and he brought an attitude and an edge. And that's what I'm talking about. It's like learning how to win. I know people get so mad at what he did, right? That he threw the ball and that... He would psych the player out when they're going for penalty kicks. But that's what you do if you want to win. When you want to win, you do whatever you have to. He followed within the rules. Is it a little bit unsportsmanlike? Yeah, sure. But guess what? I want a goalkeeper like that 
saving my penalty kicks than Hugo Lloris, who like stands there. I mean, the guy looked like he made himself smaller. He, you know, open up, stay big, get in their minds. That's why Emmy Martinez did so good. And even if he only saved one penalty kick, it's just the the mental pressure that he put to make the miss. Okay, this is where I see it. I 100% in agreement with you. To me, he should have been the MVP. I mean, they gave him the, the, golden the golden best golden, golden globe. Golden. What'd you think about what he did with the golden well, globe? Well, <laughs> that, that's disputable. And, you know, he probably regretted what he did because it's not what you I do, as, especially so. after you win the World Cup. I don't think you regret that. Well, let me, I let laugh, me just, to be honest. Let me just though. say something. When you isolate all the noises and you actually focus on, uh, on the penalty, like mm-hmm. you just said it, the... Argentina goalkeeper to me is the one that deserves mm-hmm. most of the praises. Hundred percent, because Messi and DiBala and a lot of couple other players they took their penalty with a lot of risk. I mean, if I, I would like to see Magnan <laughs> or another guy, <laughs> no, don't laugh. I'm just serious. I'm laughing in agreement with you. Magnan, hmm? hmm? three of those penalty. Not because it's, he plays for AC Milan, he will have saved them. He's injured. That's one of the problems for France. Right. To, although Hugo Lloris would have been I will have choice, seen, most likely. I would have seen. I, I would love to see. I mean, even Dybala. Dybala scared me. Dybala, I love Dybala. Not because yeah, he's no longer in I Juventus. I thought his penalty got saved. Oh, not because, not because. Listen to me. Dybala, I don't know if he made a mistake or his intention was to take a ball flat like that on yeah, the ground in the middle of the net more. at least if you got to shoot it just shoot it on the middle but shoot it kind of high with some a little power mm. the bala scared me mm-hmm. okay so we are here this oh messy 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 me congratulations he played hard he played his heart out okay but this world cup it was not about messy it's the way i think france luck played the wrong way for them because france with a little luck will have won the World Cup yeah. and nobody will be disputing. But it does come down to luck at the end of the Everything day. Does. The way that the World Cup plays out, I mean, you look back this at some of the chances. This is only about pure luck, not because France was not up to par. But at the same time, it is skill because, I mean, they had a skilled goalkeeper. Argentina had a skilled goalkeeper in penalties. Like, they definitely practiced. He yeah. definitely did his homework. That's something that they trained with. And guess what? That's an aspect that you got to think about in a World Cup. For We've sure. now seen France lose two finals, one to Italy and one to Argentina on penalty kicks. It sucks. I feel for you. I I mean, penalty but, kicks suck. But Loris right? during and the game, he made spectacular the reality saves. Of it. Loris during the game. Also, all World yeah. Cup, he made spectacular yes. saves. 100%. Not but just penalties on the are, final. But you yeah. see a lot of goalkeepers yes. that are different when it comes to penalties. That was the Look at Chesney when it comes to penalties. The yeah. guy saves 30% of his penalties. Sometimes There's some sometimes players have just switch out the goal, uh, switch out the goal keepers for penalty saves and Emi Martinez even the one that they scored on him he went the right way most of the time it's true he almost saved Mbappe Mbappe just hit it hard and the other ones that went in what do you guys make what do you guys make about the coach Scaloni bringing bringing Dybala two minutes before the end of the uh, uh, regulation on the overtime did you take the penalty that's what I'm saying yeah, I thought so, he, he gave him more than know, two minutes I gotta, I gotta be two honest minutes. I gotta be honest with you I see the, the ends of Messi in all the decision-making of, of uh, Scaloni. And I don't give too much credit to Scaloni. Scaloni, to me, is too, no, too no. young. I completely no, disagree. No, 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 don't give me that. This team, the coach, was on the field. Okay? Messi, many uh, times, could have been brought out. Dybala came in last minute. Messi. Last minute of what? Of uh, extra time. Uh, extra time. 129th minute? Yeah. yeah. 29th. 21st. So, so. 21st. 
This thing here was all orchestrated by, by Messi from the field. It was the coach on the field and it was the coach even when he, he, uh, he was outside. So Messi, he was in charge of everything. No. He changed, a for, he changed the formations my, and the lineups my, a lot. My personal though. opinion, this Scaloni mm. here deserves some credit, but not all the credit. Really? Because I think, uh, I think his hard. Hard. At the end of the day, really his hands were tied, okay? He was told not to play Dybala. He brought Dybala in one minute before uh, the end of regulation. Realistically, though, Anto, Dybala, he can't start for Argentina. Julian Alvarez is better. Di Maria is better. Messi is better in attack. Are you crazy? Listen, I love Dybala, but... Uh, he could have. I think that he could have been subbed in before Lautaro because Lautaro was not having a good World Cup. Yeah. Besides the penalty that he scored, which was great against Netherlands, Lautaro did that. Besides that, I mean, if okay, alternate reality: if Argentina doesn't win the World Cup, right, Lautaro would have been looked at like Iguain for the misses that he made. For sure, I mean, Scaloni would be looking like had, an idiot because for not bringing Messi he had that, into he the had game. that one header. He had a, a couple of one-on-ones. Yeah, yeah. I know one of them was offsides, but they were big misses. And I said, my gosh, how is he missing these chances and missing them bad? But and that's that's how Iguain was kind of the scapegoat when Argentina the, lost. The only difference is he didn't start the fi- he didn't start the final. He was on the bench. So I don't think he would have got, so. sa- got the same. Uh, it would have been the same treatment as Iguain just because he was on the bench. But uh, I, I give credit to Scaloni for benching Lautaro, someone that was doing well up to the point of Serie A, and bringing in Julian Alvarez, who has been kind of on and off and starting him there. And there's multiple times I remember saying that he switched with three-man lineup. He switched the uh, uh, players on the field, the starting lineup from the previous match. And I was like, whoa, that's very bold moves from Scaloni. And they ended up always panning out and they ended up always uh, pretty much winning except the first match, That's good, man- that's good man so management. That's, so I give credit for him being a very young coach. And also, fun fact, him and Messi also played together in Argentina at the same time. He 2006 also, World he Cup, He also right? was a player for Atalanta, I believe so. Yeah, and Lazio. He also played for Atalanta and Ooh. Lazio. Scaloni. Oh, yeah, well. Why, yeah. But they, I think it was the 2006 World Cup, no? I can double check. That Messi I, I remember Scaloni seeing a photo, teammates. but I'm not they, sure. Not so much places for Scaloni. Scaloni, I think, it was secondary to the Argentina winning the World Cup. I think Italian that, I last think name that, also, that's right? Your, huh? That's your Italian uh, last name also, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. Mm. It means big, means big step. Mm. Scalino, it's small step. Scaloni, Scaloni, it's Scal- actually several big steps. Big step and yeah. big trophy that yeah. he won. Uno scalone, uno scalone, mm. it's a, a big, big stairway. Mm. Actually, the, it's Scalone means something that is even uh, materially speaking, something made out of stone. Uno Understood. scalone. Mm. I'm you sure people are very interested in wood. this. Mm. Uno sc- oh, uno scalone. Uno scalone. But to me, it's a scalino because he had no decision making. Ah. So, All right, so uh, now harsh. we come to my favorite part Which of is? this show. That is report oh, cards. Oh, there you go. You know why? Before we do What we did. Oh, oh Mike, can, can yeah. you make the coffees in the meantime? I'll make it, yeah. It's fine. You're nowhere near the top over okay, here, so that's fine. you got no problem. I'll start mm. But you got to keep talking. because I will keep special. talking. Don't worry about that. So if you guys remember, three weeks ago, we sat here and we did our entire World Cup bracket where we predicted around the 16 quarterfinals, semifinals, finals. We said that we would look back on this, and we have, and we've tallied up who everyone got. Just to be quick, we'll just read off some of the, uh, we have a point since we did our point system. Mm-hmm. I'll read off who each person's final was. Now, I think Peter and my dad just didn't show up because they were so embarrassed mm-hmm. that they had this wrong. So I'll read theirs off first, and we can All laugh right. at them, Antonio. Yeah. My dad had Brazil-Portugal final with Portugal winning. <laughs> I laughed for you, okay? Thank you. Peter 
had Argentina Spain final with Argentina winning. So, so he got it. He got Argentina. He got the, he got the correct winner. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Antonio. Go ahead. Hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it. Save that. Okay. I'm gonna save it because Mike is not here yet. Yeah, yeah. Mike, what did Mike, Mike had a Brazil Portugal final with Brazil winning. Wow. A lot of people had a Brazil. Big believers in Brazil. That's me. I'll do me. I had an Argentina France final with Argentina winning. What does that tell you? I don't know. I just you only pick up the the the, the top team and uh, you never pick up the underdogs. What Listen, did I have, by the way? You, Antonio, had, and Mike, if you can put the video on Antonio because I want the people to see his see their his his face when I read off his mm, World Cup final. Yeah. Antonio, you had a Spain Belgium final with Belgium winning. What do you have to say for yourself? What do I have to say for myself? What do you have to say for yourself? Well, listen, I picked the wrong team by mistake. I mean, by uh, unfortunately, not because uh, I'll tell you what. Where did it go wrong? What did it go Group wrong? Group stages. That but where stupid did it go loser wrong? of La Lula. That my friends Peter says La Lula, La Lula. Stop. No, don't make me say anything. Can you say stop? Stop something. No, no, no. no, no okay, no, La Lula. No, no. Okay, La Lula. La Lula is screwed up, meaning the Lou, the Lukaku. He screwed up five huge chances and precluded Belgium from moving to the next round. Belgium mm-hmm. didn't have a very bad team. They were not playing the best World Cup, but they were stuck up with talents. I always liked Belgium, but individually they have spectacular players, but as a team they suck. So mm-hmm. my mistake over there, Spain they always do the same. Spain got eliminated again, mm-hmm. almost not for the same reasons, but uh, they, they got outplayed by uh, who, Morocco. So Morocco, Morocco did uh, did extremely well, and in in uh, that regard, I was extremely happy that uh, not that they beat Spain, but that, that they moved, you know, that Morocco as a team, like a small it was team, an underdog, a nice as underdog an underdog, story. because that's what I I I, I try to pick underdogs. I you mean, picked I, the wrong one. Uh, I you picked, picked the, the wrong, wrong underdog, but uh, so I would have been happy to to have seen the final to be Morocco and Croatia, but wow. unfortunately, you know, we all would have been. Yeah. Let me let's go. I'm gonna say first, second, third, fourth, and fifth place yeah. real quick. Yeah. And then some thoughts on each of your on the three of ours uh final four. So I came in first mm. with 125 out mm. of a possible 160 points. Mm. Very well done. Second place, Peter Ukurt, 86 out of a possible 160 points. Mm. Better than I expected from him. Not bad, not bad. In third place, Michael Kantaris. Very disappointed. 55 out of a possible 160 points. Probably my worst performance ever. Very disappointed myself. Couldn't sleep for two days. In fourth comes Antonio with 47 out of 160 oh points. Oh my God. <laughs> and in last place, and here's a shocker because this guy tries to come off as the guru all the time. Yeah, that. <laughs> say that. 30 out of a possible 160 points, my dad. But I I tip my hat to your father because your father, your father goes for the underdog. How is Portugal and, he, and Brazil underdogs? And he believes, he believes, but the, 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 he had oh, England, Brazil, Denmark, and Portugal as a semifinal. That's not underdog. Denmark is a, is a fair shout, but they went out on the group stages. Okay, so, but, uh, you disappointing. know. Really disappointing. disappointing. So, I'm going to hand so each. So, this, I, I got to tell you something. This World Michael, Cup. That's you. This World Cup was, uh, was from the very beginning an anomaly. Okay. Mm. I'm glad that it's over. 
the fact that they, you know it was started the week after uh, all the campionati were were forcibly stopped to, yeah. to play the competition and now we find ourselves two weeks you know break to have the campionati restarting with all of those people uh, uh, already stressed out especially the people that went deep into the championship all right uh, from the semifinal to the final again this was an anomaly anomaly and that's what he played he played into the hands of argentina and uh and friends are you gonna hang this on your fridge by the way i am i'm not we, ashamed of myself we hang them on the fridge over here i'm not ashamed of myself what, what i want be. what i want each of us to do <laughs> i'll start so you guys can look at yours for a second yeah just react to some of the picks and what you were thinking yeah so if i look at mine um i did really i did really well until the semifinals. uh brazil going out obviously screwed me uh, because I, I had them going into the semifinals. And uh, and then where I messed up, my big, big mistake, I had France beating England. I thought those ones were obvious. Argentina beating Holland. Easy, easy, easy. Croatia and Serbia I had as the quarterfinals to go to the semis. There's always one random team. There's always one underdog that goes far. This year, it was Morocco. That was my big mistake. I didn't, I didn't uh, predict Morocco to be there. I thought it was going to be Serbia. And I didn't have... Croatia beating Serbia to go to the semifinals. Otherwise, I would have done really well. And then Argentina, France, uh, the two of them, I knew they were the best teams from the tournament, and I felt like it was Messi's year. So that's how I got Argentina. Uh, for mine, I think I did pretty exceptional up to the quarters. And then after that, as we know, this was like the World Cup of underdogs and surprises. I put... First of all, I put England-France. I put England going through solely because I did not think France's C team would be so well. So you would think, you know, whatever. I'm not that you crazy. Would think. I guess. Yeah, exactly. They proved me wrong on that. Croatia, Portugal. Uh, I had Portugal going through, but we know they, they ended up uh, with mm. Morocco going through. That was the team of the tournament. Where did Portugal go wrong? Because that was a big team for you. You had them, I think you had them in the final. Portugal was a strange one because they're very, they were very topsy-turvy with... With Ronaldo, Ronaldo, there was some there was some weird stuff with Ronaldo. How there was bench, uh, then Gonzalo Ramos scored the hat trick, and he kept Ronaldo on the bench two games straight. Is that the right decision? Looking back in hindsight, I mean, I would mean, you have? Would you have? Based on based on meritocracy, strict based on meritocracy. If a young striker scores three goals, are you not? Should you not start? And I guess it's, I get I get it's Cristiano Ronaldo, but why would you not? start him again if he scored three goals against a very good Switzerland side. A lot of people are saying that can go both ways. And Portugal demolished him. What was it? 6-1? So even, I feel like even the top coaches would put someone, you know, a kid scoring three goals. He deserves to start over and out who's, who threw a tantrum and all that stuff. You know, no, One one's, word. Bigger, no one's bigger than the club. One word. Situational. That's Situ my thing. When, it's and when to I say that now, though. After, I know, you but know that, what I'm I asked in hindsight. That's why I would, it's tough. No, well, personally, I would not bench Ronaldo because I think that you I'm need... I'm saying after that game. I would, would I would not have benched him. Even after him scoring a hat when trick, I, when you I, would still when start I saw, him? When I saw Ronaldo on the bench, I didn't believe I didn't believe that they could go into such an important match with such an important figure sitting on the bench. But either way, I think that Portugal's problems are way deeper. Mm -hmm. Fernando Santos, I know I haven't been a big fan of him. Mm -hmm. I think that the team is just has outgrown his sort of style. Okay. And I think that, at the end of the day, is what happened to them. So it's not Ronaldo. But I definitely, in that situation, I would have went with a man of the experience of Ronaldo okay. against Morocco. So even if he scores a hat-trick, it doesn't matter for you? It's not that it doesn't matter. Okay. But 
I just I feel like feeling the situation and reading the situation. That's where I would go for. But I, of course, it's I'm easy just to look back. based on meritocracy. If you do well, you deserve to start the next game. Anto, do you think? I, what would you have done if you were Santos? Would you have done? Kept okay, the decision, I, it's no? the problem that Santos finds himself. Okay, there was a lack of leadership of there because Ronaldo, after all the rumors and what's going, what was going on the last year yeah. and a half with within Manchester United, Ronaldo did lose his leadership role because Ronaldo is the key over there. Ronaldo was in charge of the team better than Santos. So all of a sudden when Ronaldo's leadership came to an end mm-hmm. and it was benched and then it was brought in only as a sub, that shows that the coach had his end tied and he was all over the places. So who am I going to blame for that? I blame both Ronaldo and the coach. Ronaldo for doing all the crap that he put up on with Manchester United because to me that Ronaldo has to start all the time and you don't even start any game without Ronaldo, number one, and Leao. Leao displayed that he had the quality and the skills to be able to just resolve any situation. So for you to just bring Leao for 15 minutes here and 10 minutes there, it was just not the right thing to do. This is what happened when a lack of leadership, not on the, on the, from the coach side, but from the player themselves, because Ronaldo was the leader up to the leading to the World Cup. All of a sudden, Ronaldo leadership came to an end. There was no leader in Portugal. That's the reasons why Portugal got out at the early stage. By the way, for, I never had an even them coming down yeah, to the border. I, I never By believed way, in for, Portugal. For everyone's knowledge, too, Santos actually did say allow he didn't want to allow Sardin just solely on the fact that he doesn't track back and defend like someone like no, John no, Felix no, would do. No, no, no. So that was yeah, a, but what he brings was, in attack I'm is just saying, yeah, that was just resolves a, games. I, was just I agree saying with that. That was like for why he didn't. But Anto, start I'm with you. Portugal, I know everyone had my Lack. dad had Portugal winning. No, they were, I never believed in no. this Portugal. No. I didn't think. Yes, they have quality. I I get that in attack, but it takes more than quality. You need to be a team. You need to you need to have an edge. You need to understand situations. Mm-hmm. And I do agree with you. Too much talking going on. Too much. I mean, too much. in a World Cup, too I many know, distractions. I know sometimes it can make you and it can make a group, but it never looked like it did for this Portugal side. Anyway, Anto, react let, to some of your picks. Well, let me say. Okay, I picked up. USA. Where did it go wrong? Yeah, well, what I think when he when he was born for me, it was the Belgium. <laughs> He was, what did he say? What did I say? I said, where did it go wrong? And he said, when you were born. Oh my God. <laughs> this freaking dick, I'm going to kill him. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, you were kidding? Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, let what me is. just say, um, my mistake, my mistake was believing in uh, this uh, la lula da, mm. <laughs> da, 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 da. Uh, no, the Belgium did not qualify. Did I know, you already did Belgium. Okay, where did else did you go forward? wrong? Uh, when uh, wrong, not not uh, picking up uh, Serbia because uh, Serbia didn't I played, go anywhere. Yeah. Uh, oh, you have Serbia. Yeah. Serbia? Well, okay. Okay. Uh, oh, Croatia. I'm sorry. So I didn't I didn't believe in uh, the, the the because I picked up Croatia on the first World Cup mm-hmm. to go to the final, and sure enough, they did go to the you final. You didn't have that correct. France, mm-hmm. France, I and Argentina were my picks for the semi, and they they they're there. But uh, I guess <laughs> that Belgium and Spain they were a huge disappointment for me. <laughs> Understood. So, uh, but uh, hey, Not it is a, it's a gamble, you know. That's true. Uh, exactly. gamble. When you when you play uh, la Russian roulette, you uh, you have to take. Uh, sometimes you get you some, get shot. Yeah, so my uh, my bullet. bullet exploded. Hey, so, at uh, least for your sake, at yeah. least you weren't like my dad that picked favorites, picked Brazil and Portugal, big no. teams that still got it wrong. Right? I didn't pick up. Any, at least you I, went I, for I, it. I mean, yeah. that's what I did, but. Oh yeah, yeah, Brazil, yeah, Portugal. I, I put Brazil, but then again, who expected Brazil to lose against Croatia? 
I did not expect Brazil to, Brazil to beat Argentina. There's no, for me, there was no way I Brazil would have went game, to the I think, finals. I think that game, no Brazil-Argentina, would have been a very tight game. Of course, to it's me, a different game. Brazil, this Brazil is Argentina's game Argentina. That, yeah? There's sometimes that stars are aligned and you you feel it. You yeah. see it during moments. like You see it in Real Madrid in the Champions League sometimes where you're like, you know what? No matter what happens to these guys, it's like the villain in a movie that just keeps bouncing back. You think that they die. They get shot. They get thrown off a bridge. Mm. And then, boom, they keep bouncing back up. That's how I just felt like no matter what happened, Argentina were resilient enough. And Let's talk about the biggest disappointment of the World Cup. Who's the biggest disappointment? To me, Brazil, England, and... I wouldn't uh, say England's the biggest disappointment. Yeah, they didn't do well. I mean, they played hey, they, very they, well they, against France, but... They, played, uh, they probably outplayed France that game, too. Yeah, I don't they know, but, uh, quiet. you know, this uh, soccer is coming to home or whatever. Football, <laughs> Football is coming home. We didn't cut the master. Them, too. They need, to, they need to just they stop need to talking to just, about that. You know, lay low and just uh, make it... Uh, every time, every time like, make you the go game in like that, I feel like... It never works out. There's too much pressure within the team and the media, but... I wanted to say you said you gave your uh, worst performance, uh, your your worst. What you what did you say? Disappointment, disappointment of the tournament. Yeah, Michael and I we poured our sea out coffee. It might be cold now because we kept talking. Yeah, it's still good. But last week, uh, Antonio, um, Michael and I recorded a video where we gave our sea player of the World Cup tournament. Ooh. We already gave ours. We would like you, Antonio Cinquepalmi, to present your uh, your Siag player of the tournament. And we'll give you a minute to think if you need it. Wow, we talk. No. You think he needs a minute to think? No, no, no. no he no. shoots okay. from the hip. Okay. You, my okay. my uh, World Cup player for the Siag, it's the Argentina's goalkeeper. Emmy Martinez. Martinez. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. We don't cheers with coffee, boop, but boop. we'll do that it this time. It. Thank you to Siag. And Siag, of course, are, they're running a beautiful promotion now. You can get a nice coffee machine and two boxes of espresso pods on yeah i know it's great this is so consistent the, finish your the cream of the thing but yeah you got a uh, two espresso pods two big boxes and a coffee machine we have it linked in the bio how much well it's different for everyone depends where you get it from but in the u.s it is 2.99 it's a great deal we have it too we've been pouring consistent espresso meaning the machine and the two big and it's, that, and it's that machine too yeah. oh my god it's a good one it's, it's the new it's one. Did they one. see that no, they can't no, see it, but it's can. all right. They see it right, on the screen. The machine. Is that the only color? Once they click the link. I don't know. That's oh, a good question. What do you say? Click the link in the description. Why do you care about the color? Out. What do you want? A Milan colors? Yeah. Yeah, it's just pouring you but coffee. But that's black and white. I know the coffee is great, <laughs> but it would be actually greater if it would be black and red. We'll, so uh, We'll customize your own. Yeah. Okay. There's another okay, black and red one paint. right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, that is another yeah. one. Okay. You, you're actually supposed to take that Seattle coffee machine. All right. I'll take that. You asked for one. So Seattle came through. What am I asking this? Who's the... Uh, supplying uh, the, the stuff over here. See ya. See ya. Yeah. Incredible. The link is in the description. Thank you to them uh, for sponsoring our podcast. Anything else before we go? Uh, Anything I'm else, so, guys? I'm so happy that this whole thing is over. Okay? Yeah. Regardless of the excitement of the final. But uh, I'm looking forward for the Campionato to start and to see surprises as well hmm. into the Campionato. Maybe a little slip up here and there from some of the top teams. How and beautiful uh, would it be if Argentina won the World Cup for Maradona and then Napoli wins in the same it season? Could be. As it could be. That'd be nice. Can it you imagine? Be. I mean, if the stars are lining up, that means the last one is still hasn't lined Not up. Not yet. It's still, it's it's still at the beginning. Now it's going to overlap and just make the final little run. So... Uh, it could be, and I will not really, really be disappointed, to be honest with you, if Napoli wins. I wanted to see Juventus uh, 
you know, uh, maybe not making it to the to the Champions League or uh, or the UEFA. I mean, regardless, they're not going to make it anyway. Even if they're points wise, they're going to do it. Mm. But uh, they they need to be spanked. Mm. They have to be. They must be spanked. <laughs> That's such a don't weird statement. Don't you agree statement. with that, Mike? I mean, I don't know all the details yet, but I got to. We in need front of to me. spank them one by one. But why are you going to view a meal yeah. now in a class that of is, their own? That is a, a meme right there. Huh? Somebody else? needs to just cut that. We need to spank them. Spank Juventus, yes. Mm. Okay. And we're talking about Serie A also. There's a bit of news uh, with the semi-automatic offsides. They're saying Serie A is going to implement it January 27th. So instead of relying on the linesman all the time, we can see more technology implemented in the beautiful game that we love to see. Anto, you look a little puzzled. No, what is it? Can you explain to me a little you know, better? You know in the World Cup where they show the semi-automatic offsides and it shows them... The in, arm and the leg yeah, exactly. and the hand and shows all the stuff. The tech, uh, and the nose. The exactly. they, they I would be offsides it, all the time with oh, this yeah. nose. Can you imagine? Mm. <laughs> what about Mike? Now Mike that has a small. Mike has a normal sized nose. Yeah, we got to clip our toenails. Yours is not bad. Mine, mine. Mike's, Mike's got a small brain. <laughs> mm. Unfortunately, I don't think semi-automatic. Uh, oh, it won't, picks be, up it the won't brain. pick up on that. No. Okay, so the semi-automatic <laughs> stuff would be just an yeah, immediate. But, but you stuff. gotta take it after what you said to him. All right. Hey, I have to get it back. Yo, good one. Yeah. Uh, uh, what is that? What are, <laughs> why do you put your elbows so high? Oh, this is the dummy handshake. <laughs> Don't anyway. call it the dummy oh, handshake. What is it? I, I understand why it's called that. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're not Listen, supposed to call it that. What is off. this thing? Explain to me one more time. So do you know when there's offsides, they show it in a technical technological point of view? They show a graphic. View, just like yeah. when the ball goes over a line or not? The VAR shows graphically or just uh, is the... Show me. I've seen it. I've seen it. But yeah. it's going to be an instant stuff, an instant verification. You yeah, see it's that? gonna be like that. Yeah. You know I what know it shows that. that. Yeah, that's, that's what's, what's gonna, gonna happen be. in Serie A. So the technology is being implemented as we speak right now. Yes. yes. As oh, that is beautiful. Yeah, it's gonna. So be we're not gonna be debating whether they call yeah. it. for offsides. So no. what if? Okay, I'm gonna throw it. I'm gonna throw it at you. What if there is an offside? Mm. What if there is an offside? The ref doesn't detect it. The VAR does not detect it. No, the semi-automatic. Semi, the semi-automatic. So this is going to just boom. And you know what's better than this? What is it's gonna like, be? It's like it's a lightning bolt. The light. yeah. Yeah. But, but you know what's better than this? You know how you got those grainy pictures of you see, you know, when you, you zoom in, you don't see angle. it. But right. through a graphic like this, it's much more clear for everyone to see. So it's you likely, understand? it's most likely like the goal technology that the yeah, way exactly. the ball goes it's like off the, 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 the wall line. Yeah. And then goal line technology, bro. You put your elbows extremely high up. Yeah, you're Why supposed to do that. Oh, exactly. got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Ooh, interesting. That's our thing now. Yeah. Nice. Okay. They don't understand. No? It's the dummy handshake. They can't understand <laughs> yeah. that. You need a low IQ for that <laughs> one. Thanks, Mike. Guys, uh, let us know if you enjoyed the World Cup. If you predicted correctly, uh, let us know if you're excited also for Serie A. As always, thank you for watching. We'll talk Wait, to you soon. Wait, we have one more thing. Chattagazzi. One more thing. Hold one. on. Before you shut no, it down. No, no, We got to go. A lot of people, they're asking me whether the merchandise is still arriving. These cultural mm. shirts, they're going off the shelf. They went already off the shelf. Mm -hmm. So what, I still, still some- We released, uh, some, we released yeah. new merch. It will be on the screen right now. Uh -huh. We said it in the beginning of the podcast. But not, what about new merch? I mean, is this included? It's actually, I'll show you the picture. I'll show you a picture. You haven't seen it yet. So we did a pre-order. Oh, you saw it. Remember, I, I had the I had the shirts over here. Remember, it said Italy and it showed the four World Cups yeah. in the back. Oh, okay. Remember the t-shirts? All right. But those one here, they're still coming, yes or not? No, these are a lot of people the, that asking for the hoodies. A lot, a lot of people got the these. what? These pretty much the hoodies. The hoodies. <laughs> what did you say? Hoodies. Uh, there's, there's a few left. You could check our website. Uh, Very in few. Case. Ah, Anything yeah, that yeah, got yeah, 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 yeah. TimeFootballTV.com. Anyway, thank you guys for watching. We'll talk to you soon. Ciao, Ciao guys. Ragazzi. And Forza. Forza Milan. Uh, why'd you get confused there?